Warning, Marriage on the Rocks provides unfiltered, unconventional, and sometimes unwelcomed relationship advice. Seth and Crystal are certified relationship coaches who have adopted specific methods that work very well for them. Your results may vary. Hey everyone, welcome to our 136th episode of Marriage on the Rocks. I'm Crystal. And I'm Seth. Every week we have a drink with our discussion. And this week we're having something really yummy. Uh, it's a butterscotch, it's a butterscotch white col- Russian. Oh yeah, I was going to say Kalu. Yeah. yeah, white Russian. Yeah, Butterscotch white Russian. Mm-hmm. It's freaking good, huh? Wow, yeah, yeah. that's really tasty. Yeah. I really like it. It's really good. I could tell when I was making it. Like even just like licking the spoon, it was going to be. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Good. <laughs> Super good. Um. Yeah. So yeah, we shared the the drink video. Hopefully, you guys are enjoying those drink videos that we're putting out there. Um. I think that. I mean, say say hey or say you made a one of our drinks or tell us your feedback. I mean, give us feedback for <laughs> for the what you guys think of the drinks. Mm-hmm. Um. And while I'm at it, um, uh, make sure to uh. Rate and review us on iTunes. So pause the, pause your iPhone or whatever right now mm-hmm. and just click the little five-star rating and write a quick little review and say how awesome we are. And it's just that easy. Yeah. <laughs> um, so this week we are going to be talking about one-sided relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, we had a listener reach out. And, uh, I mean, he, he didn't necessarily say, oh, I'm in a one-sided relationship, but... No, he, he thinks, he asked the question, mm-hmm. like, how, you know, how can I definitively know? I mean, basically, he, he reached out, he sent us a message, and he talked about how uh, he had listened to one of our early... I've, I've said it a few times on here, but we talked about how um, if you're the only one working in a relationship, it's like rowing in a boat. If one person's paddling, you're just going in circles. The other one has to meet your speed and your effort to make sure you're going down the straight path. Mm -hmm. And so that really resonated with him. And he was like, you know, I feel like I'm the only one rowing in the boat. Yeah. And he said that he feels that he's the one that's putting in all the effort to rebuild the relationship, to rekindle the romance, to relight the spark, to, you know, do all the things that he feels he should be doing to you know, ultimately save kind of a, a dead type of marriage. Mm -hmm. And, he's not getting anything reciprocated from her according to what he's saying. Yeah. And so, um, you know, so he asked the question like, well, how, you know, how, how do I know for sure I'm in a one-sided relationship? Mm-hmm. And that's what we decided we wanted to talk about. Today. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and I think that with everything that he did say it, it, that's exactly what it sounds like he's in is a one-sided relationship. I mean, of course we don't know her side, of the story either but mm-hmm. um from what he has from what we have gathered and what he has told us he's definitely in a one-sided relationship and we just kind of wanted to go over like i guess kind of like almost signs or whatever oh, yeah. and um and like him saying that uh he's not reciprocating or she's not reciprocating mm-hmm any effort or anything like that i mean that is a major mm-hmm. sign of being in a one-sided relationship and people i mean not not only just 
I guess not reciprocating their efforts, but um, even like communication and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Like being able to communicate with your partner, you have to understand that you're not, um, that you shouldn't be the only one trying to trying to communicate. Yeah. Uh huh. Um. But yeah. Um. I mean, I see. I think reciprocation, <laughs> not being yeah. reciprocated. I mean, sometimes, and, and it's funny because the, the the rowboat analogy applies for almost every sign that you would, or signal that you're in one side of a relationship, because it's that same type of perspective. Mm-hmm. That anything that your your efforts not matched, your communications not matched, whatever mm-hmm. it is, that's how it ends up being one sided or lopsided. Mm-hmm. And so I think that when you you people use the word like reciprocated or it's kind of the same as saying mirror. They're not mirroring my my mm-hmm. behavior and my efforts. And so when I'm attempting to communicate, they're always in shutdown mode. So if you have that partner that the communication is very sparse and minimal, mm-hmm. almost like they turn a open-ended conversation or question into a closed-ended answer. Oh, man, I hate that. I you hate, <laughs> I hate like, dealing with people people like that in general. I could yeah. not imagine dealing with a partner like that. It, it would be the equivalent of, you know, sending someone a text of, oh, I think this weekend we should go do this, this, and this, and, and, and then I think maybe Saturday night we could go to this and send it. What do you think? And they respond back with the thumbs up. Oh, emoji. gosh, yeah. <laughs> I know. And, yeah. and so I think that communication-wise... Um, you know, stereotypically, I would say that this is usually something I think women do with. But this uh-huh. is what I went through in my last relationship. We got a guy reaching out. He's going through it as uh-huh. well to where he's trying to communicate and she's the one that's, sounds okay. good. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Uh, whatever you want. And, and so it is very lopsided communication. Uh-huh. Um, so if you're dealing with that, if you're the one that's, and, and when you look at or we're talking about reciprocation, mm-hmm. but it, I think it but all yeah, kind of it falls all, in the it same all, thing. Yeah. When you are the one taking the initial step to have the conversation mm-hmm. all the time, where when was the last time your partner started that conversation? Mm-hmm. That's that's a pretty big sign yeah. that that it's one sided. Now, could you say, well, are they? Is it one sided? or Are they just inattentive? Mm-hmm. Does that make it any better? No, it doesn't. I still think you're in a one-sided relationship. It doesn't mean your relationship's over. No. It just means you have a very inattentive partner. Mm-hmm. And you are going to deal with a lot of stuff in your relationship that seems and is very one-sided when you have an inattentive partner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. I, with, with this, with, even with him and the whole, his situation, I still, <laughs> I don't so know. Good. I know. I, I don't know if it, if like... Because I, I look at me in my old relationship, I guess. And I think about the, like, because I, I definitely had a one-sided relationship with my ex. Mm-hmm. And I would try and try and try. And then eventually I was like, fuck it. Like, I don't want to try anymore. Mm-hmm. And so I'm wondering now, like, if this guy did or didn't do, if he was... In a, so inattentive mm-hmm. that he she quit trying yeah and and now he's like well what the hell and now I'm trying and it's too little too late I'm trying to make things work yeah mm-hmm. it is too little too late but I don't I always I always 
I guess try to look at both sides and yeah. And well, and, and and it's hard. I mean, when when the other person we're not talking to the other person, um, <laughs> and I and something like that, I I really personally just draw off of what I went through, mm-hmm. and I wasn't this inattentive person that decided to become attentive because I wanted to stay save the relationship. Mm-hmm. We had went through things where because of of moving and because of schedule we just weren't spending a whole lot of time together Mm -hmm. and then when we finally were able to realign to where we were spending more time together that's when it became very blatant how one-sided it was Mm -hmm. and i think that when i was working nights and she was working days and i was working weekends and and i was off middle of the week you didn't you weren't able to see really the forest for the trees because the schedule was the convenient excuse as to why we weren't doing anything together Mm -hmm. but we don't have time you know we're busy with this we're busy with that and then when we did have time you know our son had baseball Mm -hmm. or a school event or there was something going on with him Mm -hmm. and so our our disconnection and the one-sided relationship was hidden behind life Mm -hmm. and then once we were able to kind of get things straightened out to the point that oh cool we're both off on saturdays and sundays we're both home in the evening we both relatively go to work inside there was even a point in time where we rode to work together Mm -hmm. i would drop her off and then come to work where you and i worked Mm -hmm. and then i would go pick her up and we would go home so we had the entire ride in the car together every morning the entire ride in the afternoon together and that evening Mm -hmm. um and the weekends and so that was so it was not we didn't fight during it was not like we argued on the way there but those were the things where it started to kind of really I started to really realize well we we have the opportunity to spend this time together and it still feels very one-sided mm-hmm. and, and so I think that just because a partner starts to notice that things are one-sided doesn't necessarily mean that they were inattentive and let things go and now yeah. they're trying now they're trying to save the relationship because mm-hmm. of the damage they caused it, mm-hmm. it could just be a realization of the light bulb going off of holy shit i feel like i'm doing everything and they're doing nothing mm-hmm. i know well and i think another thing is like you start to realize that your partner doesn't really care about about you or your interests or I mean, I guess anything going on in your life. And so they, both of you, prioritize what they're doing instead of what both of you are doing. Yeah, there's no middle ground. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, and so, like, um, I mean, I guess even, even like, even I did it in, not... not I was on his side mm-hmm. <laughs> at the time um, before I didn't care where my ex would, um, you know, have a gig or something going on. And I would be like, I mean, I was just I was gung ho about helping and and wanting to to make sure that that his goals were met and, and stuff like that. And so um, even my my i mean my goals didn't become his goals but i was just you put trying more effort in, in into his, his his life and his priority and yours inadvertently took a back took, seat yeah uh-huh, exactly and so i think that a lot of people end well, up doing that and i think too. that's a good point because i think people do that initially from a 
a giver type of standpoint, which is a good thing to do, and then it starts to develop resentment. Mm-hmm. And it's not necessarily every time that the partner asks you, hey, you need to put your life on hold and help me do this. Yeah, no, exactly. And and that's not what happened in your case, but I think that sometimes the end result still is the same of, mm-hmm. well, and especially if the effort you put into led to nothing. Yeah, I if know. If you're supporting their dream and their goal and they're not achieving it or taking the steps they need to to ensure they accomplish it, you can only support that dream so long when mm-hmm. there's nothing to show for it. Yeah. And then you're like, well, I spent how many years supporting you and providing for you and pushing you and... For nothing. For nothing. <laughs> yeah. And then, then that's how you develop the resentment. Uh-huh. And then because you start to feel, you feel dumb. Mm-hmm. You, you're like, you start to beat yourself up. Like, why did I do this? How stupid was I to invest into this pipe dream that isn't going anywhere and now i'm five years behind the power curve because i could have been focusing on me but i didn't and he didn't go anywhere and i didn't either yeah now i've got to refocus and go after my dream or whatever it is i know and that's where it starts to kind of build up that resentment you start to get mad you start to get impatient and then you shut down and now it be now it is one-sided to them mm-hmm. your acknowledgement that it was one-sided ends up translating to it's now one-sided for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. And that goes back to your initial point of maybe uh-huh. this guy yeah. did uh-huh. something and now he's trying to salvage it. Yeah, exactly. Well, and and so like when, um, even, even with all of that too, um, being able to, to see your future and, and make plans for your future, again, you want to, you want to be able to do that stuff together. But when... When you're you're too busy focusing on their goals or and they're too busy focusing on their own goals, you're not you're not growing together, you're not moving forward together. And you're you're wanting to make plans for your future for for both of your future, mm-hmm. but they I don't know if if it's that they they couldn't care less or they just it's just kind of they're kind of oblivious to to even they don't even think about making those plans i i think uh, i think that future. it could be i think I, I think that's definitely could be a big part of it and i also think that there are those that subconsciously don't see the future with the partner so they just start planning their own future mm-hmm. yeah i guess that's true and it's too. not necessarily yeah. that oh i'm gonna get out of here this is all about me uh-huh. they just start to become kind of neutral or apathetic about the growth together and just focus on their own growth mm-hmm. yeah and their own plan for the future and stuff like that so i know i think that you you could kind of see that from from two different angles mm-hmm. um and, and some of that is just how they how they perceive life down the road is it hand in hand a couple conquering the world or is it you know i i, I think of that 70s show when she, he's like Eric when they break up and mm-hmm. he asked her where do you see yourself in five years and she's like I don't know and he's like well I'm I'm with you right and she goes well sometimes sometimes I'm just by myself I mean that that's a that right there is a sign that you don't have a future together mm-hmm. that there's still a lot of singular ownership and personal future that doesn't include a partner yeah. And so if that's how you, I'm not telling you, you shouldn't feel that way. If you feel that way, that's how you feel. Yeah. But that is, that is a, a subconscious recognition 
that you don't see a future with this person. Mm-hmm. If you can, if you're excited about something down the road that has nothing to do with your partner, and whether it's your goal, your dream, whatever you accomplish, is your partner with you, or is it something that you're completely doing on your own? Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying you shouldn't have personal goals or personal accomplishments, but the person with you should be your partner yeah well and they should be your number one supporter and cheerleader just with you throughout the whole thing but you guys should be again like cheering each other on both Mm -hmm. of you at the same time it can't be it can't be one-sided yeah it's it just doesn't it it becomes a problem Mm -hmm. when it when it is just one-sided um I think that, like, I don't know. Um, I'm trying to think, like, I mean, we kind of go went over just the, all of their needs are, are their, fo- are the focus of the relationship, period. Mm-hmm. Um, well, and I, th- I think, I mean, needs, you, you can expand on needs, too, because it's not, I think we've been kind of generalistic or career goal Mm -hmm. set or things like that but this is very basic things Mm -hmm. there are moments you think of of typical situations in a household where you guys are on the couch watching netflix or tv or whatever you're doing and every time you get up you're the one that says hey do you want me to do you need a drink Mm -hmm. hey do you want a snack hey do you need this do you need that and they don't ever do that Mm -hmm. when they get up they don't ever ask you or they they come back with the drink and you're like, oh. oh, I wanted a drink. And they're like, oh, well, fridge is open. <laughs> you know, and so it is, there is a lot of day-to-day They're just kind stuff. of inconsiderate. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it's this, and you said oblivious to it with, in mm-hmm. regards to the future, but it's the same thing when it comes to that. Mm-hmm. And as someone who went through this one-sided relationship, some of my actions towards her as i started to get frustrated could have seemed oblivious but it was intentional mm. i've given the story of how yeah. i would make the bed i know i would just make my side of the bed because oh she gosh. never would make her side oh my or she wouldn't make the bed period that's awful started Sorry. washing just my clothes oh my gosh you know yeah and so uh-huh. i think sometimes there are people out there that are like me that can't get spiteful with it uh-huh and it is very intentional. Yeah. You know? Uh-huh. And, and so, <laughs> but, but I do think that those, those everyday little things, I mean, if you constantly go to the store, if you're the one picking up the groceries and you're always bringing your partner back a special treat, and they don't ever grab you a special treat, that's, that's one-sided behaviors. Mm-hmm. If He's about to start squeaking a toy. Oh, no. I was like, I heard, thought I heard something. Uh, yeah, there he goes. Shoot. Maybe he'll just get it and walk off. He won't play too much. Uh-huh. I think it's the hot dog thing. Uh, but um, but I think uh, e- even things like celebratory occasions, anniversaries, Christmases, birthdays, mm-hmm. Valentine's Day, which is coming up and stuff like that, you're, you put a lot of thought into the presents you're going to get them. You put a lot of thought into how they're going to feel about it, what they'll like about it, and you can tell that they... You know, grab something on the way home. Didn't put much effort into yeah, it. Yeah, or mm-hmm. ordered something last minute, or mm-hmm. you, you can just tell that their effort wasn't 
into the present at all. And you put a lot of thought and effort into their stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, So those are a lot of one-sided type of behaviors. You know, I think that it was, I think it was pretty interesting that it was a guy to reach out about this. Mm -hmm. Um, And I don't know. I mean, because I think that more women go through this than men. I would think. I don't know. I could be wrong. I I agree. I, I would think so. But... Um, because especially like with that, with like what you just said, but we, we have, it's so funny because when we started the podcast, I blindly assumed that the majority of our listeners were women. Yeah, I know. We have had way more men reach out. That's what I was going to say. We've had more men reach out, but I still think that more women do listen. Yeah, maybe. Um, because like on, because we're able to see the, like, oh, the demographic stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And it says women. So um or you know more and the majority is women still well, that tells me men are stepping up and wanting to take more yeah initiatives to save a relationship i know well that's good that's really good though mm-hmm. and then more women are becoming more witchy yeah. <laughs> um, i i think with with um with a, a one-sided partner too i think that it you you start to like make excuses for some of the the bad things that they do like even even with um a guy doing what they did on valent like what a guy just getting whatever on Mm -hmm. valentine's day just like or not even getting anything really um i mean i remember girls that I used to work with and you know every every other girl in the office got got some flowers or something Mm -hmm. and then there was always one girl that didn't get anything from her boyfriend and she's like oh well it's okay because he he's really busy and this and that or oh it's okay because I don't like flowers and so but they come up with little excuses, period. Mm-hmm. And, and and it's not just that. It's not just like a Valentine's Day thing or just making excuses for that. It could be anything. And um, and I think that when you find yourself making those excuses for that partner, because I was, I was the excuse person. I was the excuse girl. Well, you know, he doesn't have that good of a job or, or he doesn't get paid very well. So, mm-hmm. um, he can't afford to do all this and that or whatever. Yeah. Or still um, make an excuse. Whether yeah. it's good or bad yeah. excuse, it's still an excuse <laughs> for matter. something he did or didn't do. Yeah. Well, and you, you, you said you dealt with that even when he wouldn't go to family functions. Mm-hmm. You had to make an excuse as to why he wasn't there to yeah. try to save his reputation. Exactly. Yeah. And... When you find yourself doing that, though, I, d- I don't think that you, I mean, I think that I realized it, like, eventually, that I was making excuses for him and that that I probably shouldn't make those excuses. And even after we broke up, I never, I didn't tell everybody how bad my situation actually was until now, mm-hmm. but... um. And even like, I don't know, even because there was, there's other excuses like, oh, well, his dad died when, when he was little. Oh, yeah. You, you give, you place that crutch under their arm Uh from 
a tragedy or a trauma mm-hmm. or something they went through to excuse, you know, why they're a piece of shit. Yeah. Uh-huh. And and you kind of help them or you kind of paint this sob story for them. Uh-huh. Like, well, you, you just don't understand, you know, what what they went through. Yeah. And and I, I'm I'm the last person to play that <laughs> that card with. I know. But yeah, I, I know exactly what you're talking about because mm-hmm. you hear that you hear that as hear that a lot. Well, you know, he he had a really rough childhood. Mm-hmm. We, yeah, well, so did other people that are happy or not happy, but functioning members of society. They don't act like that idiot. Yeah, uh-huh. you know. So yeah, I I, I see that I, I see that from people too. Um, but once again, that's a woman doing that. I know men. Well, and and it's not that men don't do it. I don't think men really have to do it as much as women do. Oh, how come? You think because well, women are typically better people. Yeah, I guess that's true. <laughs> I guess that's true. Yeah. I don't know. W- women tend to be stereotypically a little more selfless mm-hmm. than men. Yeah. And and women stereotypically tend to be less oblivious to things. They they pick up on things. They pay attention. They're astute. They're in tune. They I, I think people that are good at giving signals are also good at reading signals. Mm-hmm. And most men are bad at all of that. Mm-hmm. They don't. Everything's has to be in your face, or it's very black and white, or there has to be a very clear picture or line of sight or instruction for them to do things. Mm-hmm. And so I think because women tend to have a, a kind of a broader perspective on things and just how they interact and carry themselves or just tend to be a little better than mm-hmm. than i think men do yeah yeah i'd have to agree for sure i mean there's not there's and i, I was married to one mm-hmm. but most women if a guy is like hey um i've got to go i'm you know my family's having a reunion it's not even a will you go with me mm-hmm. it's oh well we're going to my husband's family reunion mm-hmm. but men will be very quickly like do I have to go? Mm-hmm. Is it okay if you go by yourself? <laughs> Are they gonna, you know? And and so women don't tend to do, and it's and it's a, it's a men's matter of fact perspective on it, just coming out of their mouth because their foot's not in it at the time, and so they just spew something out and they don't think about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't even think women think about it like, oh my gosh, I don't want to do this. Oh well, I'm gonna go. But but my mom has talked about. She thought that she was like, I don't want to go. But it was she never said to her partner. Yeah, her partner that I don't want to go. She just did it. Mm-hmm. And so I, I think that maybe it's twofold for women. They're a little less likely to be selfish. And if they start to have a selfish thought, they stifle it down and they don't spew it out. That's <laughs> like true. men tend to do. I know. I know. I guess sometimes women just kind of they well. And that's why I think that you you see this happen more so in in with a woman dealing being the one that's working only the only one working towards the relationship, and it's because they're like hi Blade, they they don't want to put themselves first, and like you said, they the selfish thoughts are they just kind of. They're like, okay, no, I can't do that because that, that's being selfish, and mm-hmm. I don't want to be that way. And <laughs> little Blade, he's cute. Well, he was tapping on me. He wouldn't oh. stop. 
you're starting to get whiny. Yeah. But yeah, um, I think that, uh, where was I going with that? Just women, I guess yeah. women just handle it better. Yeah. Uh-huh. They, I think they just all around handle it better. But is it better though? Because sometimes women end up in a bad situation that they, they are the ones that have created this. Yeah shitty relationship one-sided relationship i think it has to be a balance because it is part of it is you created the frankenstein monster now you have to deal with it Mm -hmm. but but the other part is you know well they were giving Mm -hmm. and it just kind of backfired Mm -hmm. and and a lot of a lot of men will take advantage of that giving nature kind of inadvertently they don't really think they they don't maliciously think well i'm gonna get to do whatever i want because she always says yes Mm -hmm. it's just you know, if you're allowed to have a butterfinger every day after school without anybody slapping it out of your hand, you're going to continue to do that until mm-hmm. it's too late. Yeah. You know, so it's the same thing with, I think, how men kind of treat their partner and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I know. Um, what do you think about, like, people, people being... People that are in one-sided relationships being worried about their partner leaving them. Yeah, I think that it, I think it kind of goes to even what you said earlier about they just could care less. I mm-hmm. think that the partner that is creating the one-sided relationship is kind of indifferent almost. It's mm-hmm. not it's like, well, I don't think there's really a point to end the relationship, but if it did end, I'd get over it. Mhm. And I think the other partner that's dealing with it is looking at it more from kind of an investment perspective that I'm investing my time and energy into making this work and it better work. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's why there becomes a fear of, I don't want it to be over. I don't Mm -hmm. want him or her to leave me because I've put all this effort into it. Yeah, I guess that's true. And it's, they kind of end up inadvertently comparing it to like a a project. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, I know, and I guess, like, that's where, when people are like, oh, when when people think that longevity equals success in a marriage, Mm -hmm. and they're like, well, I've, I've dealt with this, and, like, they got past, well, I say get past in, I guess, a, I don't know, not so... Like not like they really got past all of this, but they got over it. They got over it or whatever, and um and so now they're like, well, if I could deal with that for this long, then we must be in a a good relationship. Yeah, because we 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 got through it. Yeah, and And then then they post on their thirtieth anniversary how they've had their ups and downs and how hard work marriage is and yeah, we've seen the best and the worst in each other. We don't always get along. We don't always, you know, it's that typical. But I, don't, I just don't get it, like, with that, though, with being being worried that they're going to leave. Because I think that, I think that that is really toxic. And I think that... To- toxic how? Well, to think that way. To be, to be thinking, like, that, to always be worried that this person that isn't even good for you... Mm-hmm. Is going to leave. Like, why? Well, I think a lot of people... I think there's a, a couple of things that, that even you just said right there. 
they don't realize that they're not good for them. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that my ex wasn't good for me. Yeah, I guess that's true. They, they don't have a comparative basis. They don't realize. I mean, that's something that we constantly deal with with since we started this is people reaching out that should not be with the person they're with mm-hmm. because the person they're with or they themselves are an absolute piece of shit. Mm-hmm. And, and they don't. That's why we always push back on, yes, this behavior is normal. This mm-hmm. type of relationship is normal, but normal isn't good. It's mm-hmm. still a shitty relationship, yeah. and you still have a shitty partner. And so I think that they don't, they don't have the awareness that the person isn't good for them. Mm-hmm. And, and there, there still is this, this big cloud over some people that it's, the marriage not making it is a sign that you're a failure. Mm-hmm. Even We know that that's not true, but I think when you're in it, you tend to look at it that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and 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 you don't want to. You it, it's hard to admit to yourself and anybody else that I just wasted X amount of time, mm-hmm. years with this person. Yeah, I know, that, and it's embarrassing. That is, embarrassing. and it shouldn't be. And everybody on the outside isn't like, "What an idiot!" Uh-huh. You know, we're not like that. It's no. but that's how you feel. Uh-huh. Like I feel so stupid that I spent, and so it's almost like, well, I'd rather just know that I'm stupid, and everybody else not think I am, and I'll just stay in this. That's when I think you're stupid. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, me when too. When I'm like, you should get out. Yeah. I would never be like, oh, you ended that 12-year awful relationship with that bitch of a wife you're married to, you idiot. <laughs> I'd be like, you were in that relationship for how long, you moron? Yeah. You know? <laughs> I know. So. Yeah. Uh, but I think that that's where they, they just don't realize how good it could be without that person. Yeah, and so they they can't they can't see beyond that. Uh huh. And and I think I know. Yeah, that's so true. And that's I think so that true. a lot of it is, is what I went through as well. You, people in that situation operate on hope. Mm-hmm. They're fueled by the mm-hmm. hope that they're they were a good person when I met them. They were a good partner when we got married, and they'll be a good partner again if we can just get everything lined up and you know all of that. Mm-hmm. We can get that back, and that's that's a very powerful thing that unfortunately just isn't true in ninety nine point nine 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 percent of marriages, mm-hmm. yeah, or people that are going through that anyway. I know. Well, so I know that we talked about um, initiating communication mm-hmm. and everything, but I think that um, also it goes to back. It goes to initiating intimacy too, mm-hmm. and. <sighs> See, now this one, I think that, like, initiating intimacy, you would, I don't know, I, I guess more women are starting to initiate more often now than men mm-hmm. that we've realized. But, um, but it, but I guess before, you, it used to be more so the man is trying to initiate. And I don't know if it's just, like... Because men initiate in a way that the woman probably doesn't want him to initiate. Mm -hmm. So that's part of the problem. But when one person is constantly constantly initiating to have sex and the other one isn't, Mm -hmm. it gets old. Oh, yeah. And you're just like, what the hell? Like, why why do I always have to initiate Mm -hmm. every single time? Why can't you do something for me and and 
you know, maybe do something romantic or whatever. Instead of me being like, hey, let's let's have sex mm-hmm. or whatever. Or try to throw on something cute. Like, I don't know. It, it it just, it becomes old and you're just like, whatever. I don't want to even well, try beca- it's not, Yeah, it's not worth the hassle. Mm-hmm. And I think especially when, when you're the partner that gets rejected mm-hmm. for it. You're, you don't want to go through that oh, gosh, being don't. rejected. You don't, I mean, it's... If, if if people haven't gone through that, I don't think part we could probably do a full episode on how damaging rejecting your partner for sex is on your relationship and them individual what it does to their confidence and their self esteem and all that. So I don't want to go too too deep into it. But if if you're always, you know, if you if you're at the same employer and you keep asking for a raise and not giving you a raise. At some point in time, you've got to go find another job. <laughs> and that's kind of how it feels when you have a partner that never initiates sex. And when you initiate, you they reject you. Mm-hmm. And, and so you kind of go through this mental battle of, okay, I'm running the risk of getting rejected and looking desperate and sounding desperate. Should I ask? What, how, how much is... How much asking is too much asking? Mm-hmm. Should I ask every night until they say yes? Because then the partner that doesn't want to do it, every night they're like, Fuck, I know, I know they're going to ask. Mm-hmm. It's about time to go to bed. I know they're going to ask. And I think that's why you see partners, I don't want to give to, I, I can talk about this on this, but they sneak away and go to bed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the partner's like, Where did, oh, you just, oh, I, I looked up and you were asleep. Well, yeah, bro, because she don't want to f- bang you. <laughs> yeah. That's why she does that. Uh-huh. And she doesn't want you asking her. Yeah, pawing at her. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and so th- there's we could probably do signs of that stuff too. Mm-hmm. There'd be a lot of guys that are like, "What?" Yeah, <laughs> I know. But going through the rejection, going through the kind of mental game, is 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 painful after a while. Yeah, I don't th- I don't think it's any less painful the person that's always getting asked and pawed and pawed at. No, uh uh-uh. uh. Yeah, I mean both. If you don't want to get asked all the time, do something about it. Yeah. If you don't want to, if you don't want to ask all the time and beg for sex, do something about it. Mm-hmm. It it's, goes back to the rowboat. You both have to do something. Yeah. Not one of you can be the only one doing something. I know. Yeah, I know. Well, I I, know. I get I mean it all boils down to to having a an equal relationship yeah. and just being able to to do things together to to support each other, to listen to each other, to communicate effectively with each other. I mean, everything that we always talk about, it, all of this is, mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> we, try, we try to set you guys all up for a, a good relationship where you, you have everything and that none of this is lacking. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, you know, of, of course, there's lots of people that deal with this. Mm-hmm. And it, it always takes just some someone to, to bring it up to, to us to be like, oh, wow, yeah. So many people are talking or go through this. We need to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. I don't know. I don't have anything else to add. I, I mean, I, I think that, I mean, I think we gave them like eight to ten type of things mm-hmm. that you can look out for and, and 
I don't know if I'd say definitive, but definitely signs Mm. of your partner's behavior or lack thereof that says, you know what, this is pretty Mm one-sided. And it doesn't mean get divorced. No. It it starts with kind of the first thing we talked about, that communication piece. Mm -hmm. It it starts with having the conversation. Because I think sometimes a partner may not realize. And once again, this isn't the thing to bring up in the heat of an argument Mm -hmm. because you've just asked for sex for the fifth time this week. And then bring this up, you know, it needs to be a conversation between two adults with a resolution in mind. Mm -hmm. And and you have to remember that your resolution may not be your partner's resolution. Mm -hmm. So what's the compromise? I know. I think that sometimes when, uh, (laughs) when it comes to like people bringing this kind of stuff up in a relationship, the, and, and like they hear us talk about it and it's like, Oh, that just, that seems pretty simple, mm-hmm. which it is simple yeah. or seems easy, they think maybe, but we make it sound easier than what it is to them. And it's because good relationships don't take hard work. I, exactly. Right. <laughs> but I think, cause I, I think of some people, um, that I've known in the past and stuff that if they were to bring something up like this to their partner, mm-hmm. Uh, the fight that it would cause yeah with between them and well and that's if if there is no room for communication there's no relationship oh no if you can't talk to your partner about this stuff without it being a knockdown drag out fight that is my advice get the fuck out yeah it's not going to get any better they're not going to wake up all of a sudden tomorrow and be a good communicator Mm -hmm. and want to listen to you and want to resolve anything they're a piece of shit get out of there Mm -hmm. yeah no i agree Uh uh-huh I th- yeah, because that that's one of the things that we deal with when people are like, I tried this, I've tried that, I, I've talked about, they don't want it. well, okay, I've told you before on here, if you need me to tell you so you can hear like my permission to leave your shit partner, I will be happy to give that to <laughs> yeah. you. Yeah, leave, uh-huh, <laughs> yeah, I know, yeah, well, I mean, I, I hope that we we gave you some definite signs mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I i mean yeah we i know we gave definite signs of of being in a one-sided relationship but hopefully you're able to to get out of that and be able to work together with your partner and see eye to eye and yeah just come together mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah yeah all right well um as always thank you all for listening don't forget to subscribe to our youtube channel like us on facebook follow us on instagram And listen to us wherever you listen to your podcast. And we'll talk to you next week. Thanks.